it's quite a, a complicated practice area. There's several different documents, several different moving parts. If you're working on a, a transaction, an associate especially, and will we'll be responsible for, for structuring transaction, for kind of negotiating the, the documentation and, and drafting. Now AI is used a lot by law firms, especially White and Case. We've got really cool technology that, for example, manages the DD process now. Hello and welcome back to the Law Careers Net podcast. You're listening to the latest episode in our Practice Area Profile series, in which we speak to practicing lawyers about what it's like in their area of the law. This episode is in collaboration with White and & Case and is all about working in projects and project finance. You'll hear from associate Eric Berkerevelo as he discusses his career so far, including his training contract at the firm, secondment to the Paris office, day-to-day work as an associate, and what he wishes he'd known before embarking on this career. Eric also discusses the key issues currently impacting the legal profession and law firms. We hope you enjoyed this practice area profile. You can read the full write-up of the profile on Law Careers Net and find out more about training at White and Case via the link in the podcast description. And don't forget, you can also tune in to our regular podcast episodes sponsored by the University of Law. Here's Eric. Hi, I'm, I'm Eric Burkrevlo. I'm a NQ at White and Case in the Project Finance Department. I qualified in March of this year. I went to Bristol University. I did law there and then did the LPC straight after and uh, joined White and Case in 2021. So I chose the solicitor route instead of the barrister route because I'm, this is going to sound incredibly cheesy and quite cliche, but um, when I was at school, I actually studied To Kill a Mockingbird. It was my GCSE book and I just loved it. And it, to this day, it's still my favourite book. Ever since I've read that book, I was always interested in the law. Now, I didn't really know what area of the law I, I wanted to pursue, but I decided to study law at university. And then I got to Bristol and I found that most of the events that were geared towards becoming a solicitor attended events that, that were put on and, and it just so happened that most of the events were from commercial law firms in the city so almost chose a route by chance but no I've, I've been really happy with my decision so far I kind of then realized that my skill set is probably better suited to being a solicitor so working in a team I'm not great at public speaking and, and debating and a lot of what the barrister does is arguing cases and, and yeah at school I was never too keen on that really happy with my decision and and enjoying it so far. I did my training contract at White Case. I was fortunate enough to have done the vacation scheme in 2018, so two years before I started. Love, absolutely loved it, loved the firm, and got a training contract off the back of that. So two years down the line, I then started in, in 2021, which was kind of off the back of the pandemic. So I started remotely, which wasn't great but the firm was was really good at, at supporting us during that time and I did 
my first seat in project finance, which is what I qualified into. So it falsifies the myth that you can never qualify into what, what you do your first seat in. So yeah, that's just something to bear in mind. I think it's a good piece of advice that you can qualify into whatever seat you do. Then I did litigation in my second seat. And then I did employment in my third seat uh, in London. And then my final seat was in Paris doing international arbitration. So I was lucky enough to go on secondment into the Paris office. And I absolutely loved it. Ben, six months there, the firm was really good at organizing the accommodation, the travel. I was also doing French lessons, which which was good, although I didn't improve much. <laughs> so yeah, I would say that was definitely a highlight. And the work that I was doing there was, was super interesting. The international arbitration team at the Paris team is really excellent at what they do, doing really, really cool work. So I got a chance to, to be involved in that. I almost didn't want to come back to London. If anyone gets the opportunity to go on to common I, I can't recommend it highly enough. So the practice area that I'm currently in is project finance. I did it in my my first seat. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. When I was a trainee, I was mostly working within the infrastructure sector. So that was just to break it down that was when you're financing a specific asset so in infrastructure that can be transport roads airports we do a lot of work in in that sector hospitals etc etc and yeah i really really loved it liked how fast paced it was how current and topical it also was and now as an nq i've tried to get as much experience in in different sectors as possible so at the moment i'm doing a lot of mining work i'm doing some oil and gas as well and a, a lot of energy stuff as well so yeah I'm, I'm trying to get as much experience as possible in as many different practice areas and yeah the team is probably i would say the the leading team in the city across all sectors so it's a great place to start my career A typical day is, I mean, it, it changes day to day. I would say that the no two days are ever the same. If you're working on a, a transaction, an associate especially, and will we'll be responsible for, for structuring transaction, for kind of negotiating the, the documentation and, and drafting the various different agreements and documents to the transaction. And so my work as, a, as an NQ is, is still very similar to what I was doing as, as a trainee. I guess as an NQ, you're just given... That extra bit of responsibility, which some people find daunting, I definitely am still finding it very daunting, but but you learn very quickly. In project finance, as an NQ, you'll probably take the first draft of, of a document. So this week I've been drafting a security document, which is something that, that lenders need or require whenever they're lending money to a company to finance a project. I'm also on another matter in charge of managing the checklist condition precedent process. And these are just conditions that have to be met prior to the deal closing. So I'll be liaising with several different parties to make sure that, that we're on track to, to receive those documents across various different jurisdictions. So yeah, you definitely need strong organisational skills to manage that. So I think the key issues facing my profession and practice area, I would say probably a threefold. The first is, I mean, the, the current economic difficulties that the country and the, and the world are facing, the high inflation, high interest rates that we're currently seeing, which means especially in my practice area, banks are still lending money, but companies are probably slightly more reluctant to take on debt just because it's 
way more expensive than what it was previously and it's probably not going to improve within the next year the second issue i would say maybe more an opportunity but might be perceived as an issue is the role that ai is going to play in the profession now ai is used a lot by law firms, especially White and Case. We've got really cool technology that, for example, manages the DD process now that will review documents, that will create the, the checklist that I was talking about previously and will update those automatically. So it's getting rid of what might be perceived as is the boring work that, that we used to do. So now we're able to focus more on, on the substantive and stuff, which, which is more exciting. <laughs> I won't lie to you. So it's just seeing how our relationship with AI is going to play out over the next few years. I don't think our jobs will ever be replaced by a robot, maybe in 50 years, but, but definitely not in, in the next five or, or 10 years. So yeah, I'd say that's the second issue. And, and just coming on to the final issue, and it's especially relatable to, to my practice areas, the energy transition. So how are big companies diversifying? How are they ensuring that they're staying staying on top of market trends? How are we as a firm also going to contribute to net zero by 2050? How would we be advising our clients on moving to more renewable energy sources and work? Again, that's an issue, but it's also an opportunity because it means that our clients are bringing never seen before for work to us and and yeah it's market leading and it's very topical so yeah it's, it's an exciting space to be in but it's also definitely a challenge i think there's probably four main skills that you need to be a top solicitor in in project finance and i'll just caveat that by saying that, that i'm <laughs> nowhere near becoming a top solicitor and I'm still working on all four of these skills. I would say that the first is definitely attention to detail and it's something that gets picked up a lot with trainees and juniors and it's something that that you just learn over time. Taking that extra two minutes to reread an email or, or making sure that you've proofread a, a document um, is really really important because when stuff goes out to the client you want to make sure that it's it's perfect. Second key skill I would say is, is organization. You need to be really organized as a transactional lawyer uh, or a finance lawyer or, or any lawyer for that. Staying on top of emails, making checklists, liaising with different parties, checking in and with the other side regularly is, is key. And kind of linked to this, I would say initiative. Taking the initiative is, is really key and is a skill, again, that, that you probably learn over time. So when an email comes in, just reacting towards it and not letting someone remind you of the need to respond to that email and we'll follow up with the client. Again, that's linked with organization. So all of these skills are, are linked. And I would say the last skill that's really important is teamwork on on every matter it's it's not just going to be you working on it you'll you'll either have a partner a senior associate a junior and a trainee and ensuring that that you can work efficiently as a team is vital my advice to aspiring solicitors it was actually a really great piece of advice that, that i've taken and think about most days it goes along the lines of it's it's fine to feel uncomfortable obviously there's feeling uncomfortable and there's there's feeling scared but feeling uncomfortable means that that you're out of your comfort zone that you're being pushed and once you find yourself in a comfort zone then it means you're not being challenged enough so you need to push on to to new skill to learn something new or, or 
take it to the next level. I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that it's fine to feel uncomfortable and lawyers will all feel uncomfortable on a daily basis. I feel uncomfortable most days, most mornings, most afternoons, <laughs> most evenings when I'm working, when I'm sending stuff out, but it's fine. And once you accept that, you can focus on trying to feel comfortable in what you're doing and trying to get in your comfort zone. But then once you find yourself in your comfort zone, immediately try to get out of it. So yeah, I would say that's what piece of advice I'd, I'd give to, to budding solicitors. So I think what I uh, wish I'd known about my practice area before joining as an NQ is is how much there, there still is to learn. It's quite a, a complicated practice area. There's several different documents, several different moving parts. You've got the project document side, which is more related to the, to the contractual arrangements, and you've got the financing docs. There's hundreds and hundreds of documents on, on one transaction, and each of them brings different difficulties and different issues. So yeah, I guess what I'd wish I'd known is that I'd still be learning quite a lot, and there's still so much to learn. I, I think it, it never stops, even when you reach partnership. I guess something else is what I'd wish I'd known is how fast-moving each practice area is. So, for example, I'm now working on a lithium mining deal, which is super, super topical at the moment. But that's not to say next year it's not going to change into something else. So once you get to grips with something, you're immediately forced to move on to the next thing. And that's fine. And I guess that's part of the excitement of being in project finance is that it's, it's constantly changing, constantly evolving. Clients are coming up with super funky and wonderful different projects that we've never seen before and, and being involved in those is uh, is super exciting <laughs>